video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Round one. Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the hungry gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 28th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by Audio Technica and 8bit.net. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. As usual, I'm joined by two fantastic, fantastic individuals, Reese Kirby at Fried Reese, and a very, very, very special returning guest, Miss Ali Hart at Miss Ali Hart. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a rock star. Like a rock star. Like a rock star intro right there. We did have a little bit of a hiatus, you know, man flus and scheduling conflicts and things got in the way. So apologies for. Uh, I was doing a shoot. I'm sorry. I was hand model. Yeah. <laughs> Mukbang. Yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> Stylized new and leading portrait. <laughs> what are your model gloves? <laughs> so, thank you for making your long-awaited reappearance on the yeah. pod, Miss Ali. How you oh, doing? I'm doing good. Hasn't been the same without you since last time we saw you here yeah. or listened to you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been rough, but we're back. There's been an alley-shaped hole in our lives. It is substantial. Wow. Um... My social skills are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Along from alley shaped hole. Stoke's got coffee ready to go. Yeah, and we got some big old coffees today. I was the oh, first damn. one to finish my gallon of coffee. Yeah, I so. am a slow coffee drinker. As much as I love coffee, I'm that slow yeah. coffee drinker, and I they like complain when it, it goes cold. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't mind the cold. See, my mum, my mum purposely lets her coffee go cold sometimes because she likes to drink cold coffee. Laws, what are you doing? I don't know, mum. Get it together. It. Get it together, woman. You want it cold, put ice. Hmm. But yeah, no. I was anti-iced coffee for years, but no. I'm back now. It's not, it's not bad on those hot days. I'm slowly mm. progressing into this because I, I, I do hate them. But yeah, slowly like love the them. pour overs and that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. all the cold press. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. So it's been a couple of weeks. What have you been doing the last few weeks? Reese? bring us into your life. Oh man, I hate this part because I'm always being held accountable for my really non-eventful lifestyle. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> Hand modeling. I, t- I tend to do the same thing over and over. Like, you know, I don't know. I've been playing Overwatch, but there's nothing new there. Mm. You know? There it's is. Just... There's Lucio Ball. Have, and we played a little bit of that the other day. Did you? Yeah. Have you played it yet, Alex? No, I haven't touched it. It's pretty damn huges. frustrating, I've got to say. Yeah. So it's, it's 3v3 soccer. Which is it's sort of like a, an Easter egg type of thing mm. inside Overwatch. Yeah. A special thing they're running for the Olympics where you yeah. can play... Like a 3v3 soccer. The only thing I hope they might release in a future patch is you can play other people apart from Lucio. Because yeah. you're all Lucio. So oh. there's six Lucios running around. You've got your, you know, your typical move to, to shoot the ball forward in a, in a big big trajectory. You can melee it to hit it little. It looked like Rocket League a little. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think they were, they were trying to channel that for yeah. sure. It's good fun to play. Awesome. Yeah. It's real good fun. But you need to be in a party of three. Yeah. To, you know, coordinate a co- um, effectively because otherwise you just run around like a moron. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, look, a- apart from that, you know, I'm just always eating, watching things. Mm. 
you know. What have, what have you been watching? Anything of note? Anything yeah, from the shadows? Yeah, been, been watching a new show on HBO called The Night Of. Oh, I haven't watched, checked that. That's only like two or three episodes in, right? Uh, up to the fifth episode okay. now. Um, great show. Uh, I've heard it's very true detective-y almost. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of... Um, it's just one of those things where the story just snowballs. Okay. Where it starts off innocently enough, but it just snowballs. Mm. Um, the thing I like about it is that it's really... Um, you're kind of sitting there and and at no point are you like, that would never happen. Every time something happens, you're like, yeah, that would happen. That mm. That's actually what would happen. And it's like, it's not so much about the subject matter, which is basically a guy who may or may not have been wrongfully accused of a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is more about the American justice system and... That would be pretty the interesting, actually. And it's, re- it's done like really true... You know, you've got the lazy cop and the cop who's like really onto everything. Yep, you've got yep. the lawyer who's good, the lawyer who's not so good, the okay. DA, and it's like so. There's some good stereotypes in there. Yeah, and the guy who's in it, which is who's really fantastic, is um. Remember that movie, Mr. Deeds? Yeah. Yes. You know the butler? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's the lawyer in it. What's his name? Very very sneaky. Yeah, and he's also the the guy. He's in Transformers. Yeah, he's is in it like John Turturro or something. Yeah, that's it's probably yeah. Go. So he's so he's there the lawyer go. in it, and mm-hmm. he's really really good in it. Okay, um, so been watching that. Um, that's been great. Would you um, recommend it? Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. Um, you know, apart from that, just my my old favorite Ray Donovan. You know, you're a big fan of old Liev Shriver. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm a big fan of Liev Shriver. I think that would be his defining role because I can't really imagine him. No, not Sabretooth. Mm. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine him doing True. much else because in Ray Donovan, some could argue that there's no depth to his character because he's very deadpan and doesn't say much and doesn't do much. But I, I would argue that there's like tremendous depth to his mm. character. There's almost two major layers, which is the the sort of hard armor shell where no one can penetrate and, you know, he sort of gives this big burly security guard look mm. to the world. But... Once you get past that, you start touching on, you know, his troubled childhood, stuff like that. So I think there's, yeah, definitely mm. two big layers to old, old Ray. I watched a movie that he was in the other day. I watched that, The Fifth Wave, finally. Mm. Dog shit movie. <laughs> Do not waste the hour and a half or two hours <laughs> by watching this. Unless you, did, like, enjoy punishment and pain, watch it. Otherwise, look away because it was woeful. Oh, one I thing, one thing I have been doing is getting into magic. Because that's something that I yeah. talked about. Um, I'm a bit scared about this. No, I'm not scared. Um, I, I I've been sort of reading tutorials on how to play, and I, and I'm literally like explain like I'm five oh. type try, try, type of play. But um, I started on the app, which is called Magic Jewels. I think. Um, we'll say yeah. Definitely right. the best place to start is that app because I watched four or five tutorials on and every goddamn it's like when you're going to make a, a YouTube tutorial I reckon there's a tutorial on how to make a tutorial because one of the first things they're like is you got to have the voice mm. and every voice for every YouTube tutorial is the same it's like hey YouTube my yeah. name is skinny guy fedora yeah. 785 and this is a tutorial on how to eat a pen and it's always like <laughs> Now, what you want to do uh, is you want to be standing, you know, left foot and then the right foot, obviously. Uh, and then they skip over the important parts. About you know? how to actually eat the pen. Yeah, and then it's just like... 
and then you just yeah, and then and then you've eaten the pen. It's like oh my god. See, I because they had but magic jewels is really really yeah. good to. to I'm get really into disappointed because for a second there, I thought you actually were learning magic. Like top hat, like oh. funny kind of thing. See, that would be cool. And even like when Brendan's like, oh, this worries me. I'm like, oh, wow, Reese is going to learn magic. This is great. This is going to be great oh. for parties. Yeah, no, not quite. I mean, I can do the old disappearing thumb trick. Mm. You really need visuals for that because otherwise yeah. it sounds really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you're going to be saying about the old pulling the mouse nose out of the bird's nest. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, yeah, but magic. They had like the Magic Worlds event in Sydney last weekend, you know, start of August. Um, I watched yeah. a bit of footage of that. that and I watched some of the live Twitch stream and I guess because that was my real first experience with Magic and just seeing the speed these guys play at just petrified me. You know, they're, they're dropping cards, doing these weird like turning them horizontally to, to counter that spell, then buff this, then they're shuffling cards at the speed of light. I'm sitting there going, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'd be sitting with the instruction manual just yeah. going, hang on a second. Yeah, you will because you know. I mean, we we play games like Overwatch and Counter Strike and whatever, which requires you to have quite quick reflexes. It's no different. Yeah, but I think if if I was to jump into Magic, knowing not, my personality, gonna... I know I'm just going to want to buy my way to the best deck, and I know I'm going to spend thousands. Yeah, buying, I know you're going to do that as well. You know, <laughs> but that's not going to stop you from doing it. Yeah, I know, but I'll I'll buy that, and then I'll have this like. Scourge of Illidan's left pinky finger ring that's the rarest in the universe. And they'll be like, yeah, I've got this card. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go do something else now. And have just sunk five grand into fucking cards. Five grand. So I think I was reading, like, to have a good deck to be able to play competitively or even just semi-casually, it's going to cost about a thousand bucks. Yeah, look, if you want to buy your way to the top, that's, you you just, you throw out a thousand dollars, that'll get you a good deck. But I think part of the hobby of magic is obviously the buying and collecting of the booster packs, which may or may not have a mm. good card in them, which is part of the fun. You know, dare I say it, that's like being true to form. I mean, like you, Pokemon. Can, mm. you can buy your way to the top of any hobby, really. That's it. But where's the fun in that sort of thing? Yeah. So life lessons. With Depends Kobo. on what you're looking for. Um, if you want that excitement unknown of, you know, pulling open that booster pack and going, oh, yeah, legendary, blah, blah, blah. Or if you just know you've got it and just buy it off Gumtree or something. Nah. See, I, I remember nah, buying I packs of mm. cards for various things Unless when I was a kid. Just, just that one. Yeah. Just that one. The there black, will be one of Lotus. those ones out there. Is that like the card, Black Lotus? Uh, black Lotus is worth like 20 grand. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to pony up from Black Lotus, but... It's not actually that good of a card. Maybe like White Lotus? <laughs> Paraphrasing might work. <laughs> Drop some paper on White Lotus. Oh, well, you'll be 10 grand in the hole. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. So I don't know. I'm still on the fence if I'm going to dive into this with you. Look, cause if if you like me and you you iffy about you know buying the cards and everything and getting into it, just start with the app because I've been playing the app for a while and I've found that I'm starting to get the hang of things. Mm. So that's what I've been doing. Mm. Yay! I filled the segment. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna rudely jump in real quick and segue just because we're talking about cards and I've been playing Elder Scrolls Legends. Oh yeah, there you know Hearthstone. Mm. Upcoming Gwent as well, yeah, upcoming yeah. Fable, Legends, the, whatever it's going to be. Their equivalent. hat in the ring. I really enjoy it. Okay. Really, really enjoyed it. Like it's similar similar meta to, to Hearthstone, but one of the biggest differences they've got is they've got two lanes and you can't attack across lanes. Okay. So there's a lot more, well, not, not really a lot more, but there's a little bit more strategy in when you can start building, you know, an army on one lane on the left to then sort of, 
you know, maybe just be for straight buffs and boosts, and then the other ones could be just your pure, pure attack. Um, the story mode in it's pretty interesting. So there's like the, you've got a group of group of sort of um, heroes from Elder Scrolls. You know, your typecast, your mage, your warrior, and your sorcerer, and so on. They're sitting around a campfire t- telling this story about how this unknown warrior legend saved the day, and and you know save Cyrodiil or whatever's going on and so you're playing each one of those and you're traversing through the environments and you're fighting um Daedra you're fighting bandits and all this and then you fight pirates and then the the dynamic environmental effects so I was fighting this this pirate queen or whatever the hell on the boat but because we're on this boat and the wind's changing direction those two lanes you know the wind will blow and it'll move some of your cards across lanes as well so you're constantly trying to adapt on the fly wow because you might have cards that could combat something in that lane, but then it moves oh, across, and then your whole see, strategy's up the shit. So it's that's fantastic. I really, uh, <clears throat> I really praise companies that think outside the yeah. box like that. That's fantastic. I'm so glad that that that's something with such a new dynamic element to it. Mm. Because if you were just going to tell me that it was another Hearthstone copy, I oh man, that yeah. would have made me upset. Like it does, it does similar things to Hearthstone. Like it's got all your subclasses. You know, it's got your assassin equivalent. Yeah, warrior, there's going to be some things that pally, you can't escape, so you know? on and so forth. But, but the just, two lanes thing, yeah. that's great. Like I've only I've only put probably four hours or so in, but I'm what, loving it so far. What platforms can you play that on? You can play it on Windows, or it's I don't know if the the beta is available on um, iOS as well. But if you just go, it's, I was going to talk about it in the news, but the, the beta is now open for everybody. It was a closed beta originally, but now they've opened up to everybody. I think so, I'm going to get on that. So yeah, head over to the Bethesda website. You just need to register. You can download the game for free. Ali Jump on, play it. It's good fun. It's good with the card games and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's a good little time it's killer. It's jazz. And I, I think yeah. when they do release like the, the mobile version of it, you know, new little snap game, similar to how Hearth is now on your phone, your tablet. You can just pick it up, put it down whenever you like, jump into a game. For me, the gateway to these sorts of games was playing Dungeons & Dragons. I, I, I started playing Dungeons & Dragons and that just opened me up to the world of... of fantasy? It, yeah, because well, just board games and RPG games in general and, and that sort of tax on to card games because that world is like something I've always wanted to be a part of but never felt I was smart enough to understand. Because you walk into some of those halls where they're playing magic and whatever and they're mm. all talking the lingo and you're sort of just like standing like yeah. a potato like mm. you know like, uh, uh. but um i was playing dnd i was like i could understand the basis of mm. a few things it you're a bard easier. right yeah i'm a bard yeah. yeah 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 shout out to uh dan my my dungeon master Your dm yeah we just uh we just nearly finished the starter pack so i think we're going to move on to uh, Rise of the Tiamat is the next expansion. Ooh, interesting. Looking forward interesting. to that. I want to get into D and D. It looks like fun. Okay, mm. so this is my thing with D and D, right? Um, I've enlisted the help of my dungeon master to form my own campaign. It's so funny hearing you call him a dungeon master. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're great friends, but mm. <laughs> what's the safe word? Oh, <laughs> uh, Ray of Frost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my, so I'm gonna like because I've got about nearly 10 people that I know that want to get into D&D mm. but they don't have the time mm. to go to play D&D at the Games Cube in Parramatta every second Wednesday. Um, so they kind of just want to have a go at it. Mm. So I'm thinking... I am one of these people. So, I, so I'm so i designing a campaign that can be started and finished from an afternoon to an evening. Awesome. Um, and, you know, pre-made characters... Um, for everyone involved so like let's say brendan's gonna join okay Mm -hmm. then i would make him a character 
you're, you're going to join, I would make you a character. Now, you can add things to it if you want, but because I know you, I, you know, I might ask a few qualifying questions. Like, if you were presented with a situation where an orc was after you, what would you do? Would you run away? Would you whatever? Mm-hmm. Now, the good part is, is that I'm going to have my DJ kit set up with live sound effects, music. Yeah. Uh, and There's this one part I think you're going to mention in a second that got me especially excited. Yeah, so so the, the basis of the uh, campaign is going to be the Cursed Tavern mm-hmm. and the tavern is going to serve drinks. Yeah. And when you order the drinks, I'm going to make you the drink. No way. Yeah, yeah special cocktails. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Yeah. So like a full afternoon into evening sort of session where you start um, somewhere like the town mm-hmm. and you finish off fighting a boss. And mm-hmm. it's like a linear thing and you sort of go through you know sad periods happy periods you've got a problem solve i'm working on it i'm about halfway Mm. through and i'm thinking once we get it all up and running maybe we'll film it and make it a part of a good idea hungry gamers yeah i Um, chuck it on the youtube great idea yeah awesome yeah, oh, I, think I can't it's wait. Brilliant. Kerbo Quest. Yeah. Oh. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sold. Uh, speaking of quests, I played Telltale Batman. Oh. First episode came out the other day. You can buy the full game, I think, 44 bucks Australian or each episode, I think, six bucks. How do you feel? Yes. How did you like it? I actually enjoyed it. Oh. I, it was weird. There was, it was a little bit jarring because they changed a lot of the, the mythos in it, like... The, it's, it doesn't really go into spoilers, but um, they in in the storyline they talk about how uh, old mate Cob- Oswald Cobblepot and Bruce Wayne grew up as childhood friends. Mm. So that part in it is straight away a big disconnect from the majority of you know that Batman mythology yeah. and, and sort of history. So that was a bit interesting. Mm. They made Harvey Dent the biggest jacked looking man in the universe. <laughs> he, he's almost the size of Bane. Like he's, he's in lawyer form in Jack. this. Jacked. He hasn't like they're they're setting up obviously for the transition into Two Face, but um, yeah, um, Telltale have got their their formula down to a fine art now. You know, you mm. you move around a little bit, you click on a few things, you make some decisions, which will then you know shatter or tr- move the story here or there. So you know you you. you like there's one example you've seen shaking hands with Falcone, who's a bloody you know mob boss, and then so then the media are running with it. Ah, oh, the Waynes are tied in with the mob and all this. So then you're trying to like be be Bruce Wayne in the suit and be corporate life and try and steer your company the right way and get your parents' name out of the mud. And then obviously on the Batman side, you run around kicking ass and okay. smashing people. Um, the quick time events in it with the combat's pretty interesting. Um, I, I missed a few. I, I didn't die once in the game. Um, I don't know if you can. I'm assuming you can in in a certain way, but um, you know, you, you you time your quick time movements when you're Batman, and you, and you fill up like this little little bat symbol multiplier, and then you do like a big finish move and and a big yeah. you know brazen attack where you throw a dude through a window and then you batarang him and all this funky stuff as Batman does. But it's pretty cool. It's got some potential. Um, yeah, I'm interested for the episode two when it drops. Like this one, there's there's Catwoman in it. There's obviously leading into the potential for Penguin with Cobblepot. There's Two Face, and then obviously Batman for now. So they're, they're the main much sort the of basics. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know the the paint by numbers characters in Batman. Yeah. There, no mention of, of Joker or Robin or you know. I don't Batgirl. think anyone wants to bring up Joker. Yeah, around, yeah. <laughs> around these these times. Yeah, should we talk about that? Do we want to talk about that? I reckon we could sprinkle a little bit of a Suicide Squad onto this pod. 
Hmm. Immediate thoughts? It it was okay. Yeah. But it upsets me that I'm saying it's okay and that it's not like I'm not saying, oh, so great. Yeah. Like, you know, no, I'm saying it's it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. But that's also coming from me being not only a DC fan, but a DC villains fan. Yeah. Like I'm mm. more a fan of like the villains and all that sort mm. of stuff. But mm. yes. I, I think I think it was a massively missed opportunity. Like they've got this great ensemble of characters mm-hmm. with great stories and things, but they they focused so much on making Harley the center point of this whole movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Margot Robbie did a pretty good job as um, Harley Quinn for the most part, I think. Yeah. But just the way the movie was cut, you could see that there was just these jarring cuts where you know there's something that's yeah. meant to be in there, yeah. but instead they, they chop it out for whatever reason. Inconsistencies and stuff. And it just, it just kept pushing you in, pulling you out, real jilting um, aspects and just... They don't need to constantly have in all these superhero movies the main bad guy or the main, you know, plot device moving it forward as this big end of the earth based event. Just make it just a bad guy. I couldn't even tell that there was a problem. Yeah, like I didn't even know what the threat yeah. was. Like I yeah. felt like that came like kind of t- like just it's just got thrown in there. It was yeah. like let's just focus more on exactly Harley and her thing. Exactly. And maybe let's dabble. Yeah, I I just didn't really mm. find myself caring about the main um, bad bad villain in this at all, you know? Captain Wobbly. Yeah, it was just an Ooh. afterthought. And then at the end, they have a battle, win, whatever, save the day, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But, yeah. like, just the timeline was all over the place. Like, yep. And the story progression was kind of a bit jolted as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it opens up and obviously they, they're bringing this suicide squad together. And, and the way you watch the movie and you think it's just over a night, like, it's almost like they meet each other six hours later as um, they battle. But then you read in, like, you listen in, through the film, and this has taken place over three days. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so to me, it was, it's like it all happened on one night. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I but then like I, the longest night in history. Yeah, but it was yeah. It's a three day event where obviously the world's going to end. Typical superhero based bloody trope. They all you know find family and all this shit. You know, like at yeah. the end um, with Diablo, how at the first he's like, I ain't joining no Suicide Squad. And then at the end, he does this line about like, these guys are my family. Yeah, He's known, that was They've known rich. each other for three days. Like, yeah. piss off, mate. Come on. No one's and done anything that groundbreaking to really earn that. Yeah. You know. they actually, you know, quite literally a few minutes earlier, just gave you shit for a lot of shit. Exactly. So, exactly. they family. Yeah. Yeah. They, they poured it on to him about all his, you know, past um, bad things that he's done and his family situation. Also but totally picked the ending with him as well. Oh, yeah. Like that situation. Yeah. I don't know if anyone notices, but when... Captain Boomerang makes fun of him about the fire. Yeah. Before Captain Boomerang makes that joke, look at the fire that Diablo does in his face. Yeah. Uh, you'll yeah. subtly see something in that fire that kind of gives you a hint. Okay. So. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I, I I didn't mind the movie. It, it let me down. But I guess because you go into a lot of these movies with, with so much hope that it's going to be the next big thing. You know, it was their opportunity to... to take what Guardians of the Galaxy did in a way, you know, this outcast group of, of pseudo-hero villains, but they could have taken on a darker path because, you know, all these guys in Suicide Squad are just that, bad motherfuckers. That, yeah. And that's the other thing was the PG rating or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I totally thought it was going to well, be like, ah, uh, it should have been. Yeah. Like, really. Jared Leto said that there was so much cut out of the movie, it could have made another movie. Yeah, like... I'm not disappointed about that. I think I'm the only person that really did not 
appreciate the Joker. Yeah, I, I liked him as the Joker, but but as you said, Reese, like trying to avoid diving into too much spoilers, but he wasn't in the movie all that much. And that's not spoilers. And that's yeah. and you know what? Like the thing is, is that I feel like some of the stuff we can say, there's not really any spoilers because not really much happens. No, nah, no. Nah. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah, for, you, you pretty much, if you've seen the trailers, you've pretty well seen, seen all of Joker's scenes and the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon like, you've seen the movie. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. Yeah. I, I like that they made Joker this like gangster badass mob boss and things and, and I whatnot. I, I like that. I like that and it I thought make sense. Leto's portrayal was pretty good, but. They need, he needed more time to flesh it out. Like, I don't care about seeing all these countless Harley Quinn scenes or trying to force feed this, that, and the other into me. And then I was surprised by Will Smith, though. Yeah, and you know what? Me too. I Like, when he was announced, I thought that he accidentally signed a contract. He was told he was, a you know, an assassin. He's like, all right, I'll sign it. Yeah. But then seeing him actually in the movie, I'm like, holy crap. You know what? If he wasn't in the movie, this movie might have even been yeah. a little bit more shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think before before I watched this, I think I, I trashed Will Smith pretty hard for his recent roles and things like that. So yeah, I, it's fair. But yeah, it, but, but he did do a bunch of Scientology movies. So yeah, that one with his with his son was woeful. What was that? Exit know. Earth or whatever it was called. Battlefield Earth Two. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Still waiting. <laughs> yeah. So make it happen, John. <laughs> yeah. Just I don't know. At the end of the day, like after watching it and digesting it for a while thinking about where it sort of comes in it i'll give it a pass but like it's it's very forgetful for me i think this was the opportunity that dc could have hit it out of the park potentially with the source material and things like that i kind of felt like dc didn't have a chance people yeah. have been cutting dc in the legs so mm. i think it was just i think it's chance. about what we expected I, I i put it out there that i didn't think it was going to be all that mm. great but I was expecting everyone to go crazy over it and me just to continue hating it. But I'll, I'll say one thing about the movie. It felt like I was watching a soundtrack, if that makes sense. Like yeah. every two minutes, there's this big, massive, world-famous song that accompanies a scene. That song ends and another song starts and it's some other little set piece. Is it just like set piece, heaps set and heaps piece, of excuses piece. for them to walk in a line and Harley's holding the bat that over her shoulders? Scene where they... <laughs> leave the bar yeah and um also a very unbelievable thing happens where captain boomerang comes yeah. back like, yeah yeah That's bullshit he'd leave yeah and you're like nope i'm out no, isn't cause, he a boomerang? They're family mate oh yeah they're family now yeah. isn't he a boomerang huh touche isn't he a boomerang um, <laughs> you literally put your hands on your hips yeah. when you looked at me like that yeah. How dare. Oh, dad um <laughs> But yeah, like that hero walk. It's like, what? Yeah. no, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't, mm, 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 uh, you know what mm. uh, this movie keeps getting thrown around with, which I'm not too happy is Mystery Men. I love oh, that movie. That I like that. I film. love that movie. It's that a great the, the movie. Shoveler. And people are always like, ah, uh, oh, this is like the, the new version of Mystery Men. I'm like, whoa, no, it's not. No, mm. it's not. Oh, what? Because they're outlandish characters? Yeah. And, and I'm doing, like, oh. you can't, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I'm a spleen. I love Mystery <laughs> Man. Yeah. And, and one last thing before we jump off Suicide Squad. Katana didn't even need to be in the movie at all. You know, they, they just force feed her little backstory in halfway through the movie. Yeah. She's flags like, um, you know, protection or whatever. Flag can't talk fucking Japanese. She doesn't talk <laughs> English. So how do, how do they bounce off each other? You know, help me with this, help me with that. Wow. She's just rocking around with this samurai sword that consumes the souls of her enemies. 
or fallen, you know, slain, slain people. What are you doing here? Still on topic with the Suicide Squad. If you do want to enjoy a Suicide Squad kind of movie, Attack on Arkham, I think yeah. is a suicide... That's that, actually... It's a cartoon movie. It was well done. It was actually pretty well done. So mm. maybe watch that if you don't want to watch the movie. Yeah, I recommend I agree. the Nice. Cartoon. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I think they're the main ones I've been playing this this week or this fortnight. What about you, Miss, Miss Hart? What have you been doing? Um... Last night I played some GTA because oh, this is probably going to be too late for anyone else, but they were having a sale on the corporate buildings. So $1 million building is now 500000 So I now am a corporate You're a tycoon. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty cool because you can dress your accomplices in whatever they want. My friends now know that that's a bad thing for me. Um, and then apart from that, long story. Um, Apart from that, I've been playing with uh, the little Raspberry Pi, which is the little gadget. Nice. Ah, what have you been playing on that? Oh, fucking everything. Um, (laughs) The world. (laughs) Pretty much just going back in time. Wow. But um, being a like growing up as a Sega kid, I went back to all my Sonics and then um, playing other games like uh, I don't know. No one else would have um, remembered. Like there was uh, like a Green Boy. It was never mind. But old games that I grew up with, and yeah. that nostalgia element was just mm. so good. Like that's nice. Yeah, it was. It was really freaking nice playing Columns, which is like Tetris. Um, but yeah, I've just been playing all those retro games. Nice. And it was lots and lots and lots of. How lots much of was your Raspberry Pi? I don't know. I kind of more just handed a credit card into the system and said, "Get what I need," and mm. then I got it. And yeah, what you, you can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. How do you do? Oh. The salesman would have been I happy. I want that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I, because. I knew what I wanted. I'm not good at making the things. So it's just like, you know, bring Mm. it back. And yeah, it got made for me and I love it. Nice. Is it? Well, I mean, one that I know of that's an Aussie company is a company called Digital Hype. I just ordered the Hype, um, the Hyper Deck from them this week. You went through with it? Yeah. Ah, what skin did you get? Custom one. Getting a custom 8-bit one made. Wow. So for those who don't know, Digital Hype sort of make um, custom video game boards which have the old school joystick and six buttons on it and it's basically just a giant emulator it has like every single yeah so emulator on it yeah so they're based out of adelaide they do nes nes mega drive master system mm-hmm. the mames so are all the arcade games they were doing 64 for a while but i think they've since removed that functionality not sure why maybe there was some issues it's too or, hard it's too yeah, hard to it, control especially with all the the buttons on it yeah. um 64 that's where my immediate logic was you know you got the bloody c yeah. pad you got the d pad you got oh the freaking z button the z See, I'm, B. Use, I'm using a nintendo controller for mega drive games mm. so that that's the only thing that's screwing me over and sometimes yeah. it kind of cuts out yeah and, um Nothing like playing Golden Axe again. Yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. Golden Axe. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Yeah. So this this hyper deck should be here in the next two weeks. It's just I just went the the two player option. So it's yeah two sticks, six buttons. Mate, custom bring that skin. over. Get it on the projector. HDMI out, mate. 1080p straight out of the straight out of the deck. Straight into my projector. Yeah. Straight in. So I'm excited. Hyper deck. Thanks in advance. Sounded like dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Straight in. <laughs> straight in. 1080p. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump into a bit of news, shall we? Let's get this show on the road. This week's news headlines. So the first one, still sort of rumored, semi-confirmed, unconfirmed, but um, September seventh at the PlayStation Theatre, Sony apparently are going to finally announce, unveil, talk about the uh, code name Neo. <laughs> Thoughts? What do you reckon? Do you think they've since scrapped some of their initial concepts after? Um, 
you know, Scorpio got announced at E3 this year. I'd say they would definitely have uh, reconfigured some things. Uh, like All about them teraflops. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing that I've sort of had a very, very, very outer, um, you know, sort of look into on that world, and I've seen it happen firsthand, is that these projects, when you... Get, when they get announced, they're not even polished yet. Mm. They're still far from polished. And when something like Project Morpheus... Was it Morpheus? Scorpio. Or, no, Scorpio. Sc- sc- yeah, like Scorpio would have got announced. They would have taken Neo back and reconfigured so much more stuff to try and, you know, outdo. What are they gloating about? Mm. The only thing I'm seeing more and more of is just the gloating about 4K. Yeah. And who is that relevant to? Exactly. People with 4K televisions. But I, I don't think that, like... 4K. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but the point I'm making there is like how many people really have 4K? Exactly. Not, not very many. I, I think um, Sony were going to unveil or at least half announce the Neo at E3, but because Microsoft came out and confirmed this six teraflops and all this power and all this beef, Sony just went, shit, we're underpowered. Yeah. Let's, let's push this back because they talked about what was the... The zombie apocalypse game that got two sort of showcases in it. Oh yeah, the one that you I know liked. the one. Yeah, yeah. where you, you liked it, like the you? Yeah. the motorbike bounty hunter guy. Yeah, you kind of like uh, the on this bridge, me. and there's like this almost ball of mm. zombies coming towards you, and he's yeah. just firing because yeah. it got two separate, um, you know, showcase highlight reel parts on that show, and and it ended that the the Sony show. I reckon they were going to end with Neo, but because at at obviously time of press it was nowhere near the Scorpius. I went, shit, we better not. Let's yeah. We I don't know. That yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to be anything <clears throat> that'll change the world. Yeah. I'd like the closest thing that is at this stage is VR and AR. That's sort of the, the next game changer within, within the gaming space. But as far as just power at the console, the Neo and the, the Scorpio are, you know, stepping into that right direction. And then obviously we've got the Nintendo going in the opposite direction. There's been further (laughs) confirmation about these portable um, consoles slash clickable controllers. Mm -hmm. They were talking about um, infrared sensors in them now. And and it's just so it looks like that's the way Nintendo is going to go. I don't know why infrared is still a thing because RF sensors are much better. Mm. I think uh, that, that technology should have taken off. Yeah, but then they can so go other ways. Behind. They're going backwards, so they're just going to get back to you. Yeah, well, well, they were talking about, obviously, they were going cartridge. <laughs> they were talking about cartridge. Yeah. But, you know, if they, all they need to do, I think, with this, um, this NX is if they open up their back catalogue to be able to play on this. Like, if I can take my old SNES games on the road with me and smash out, like, especially with these two controls on it, and I can sit there with one of you guys and play Mario Kart mm. on this little portable machine, whether it be, you know, sitting down like this or we're on a plane or we're just out and about, I'm keen for that. I'd be all up in that. What do you think of this idea? What if you had a console like that which was portable and could be plugged into a HDMI on 1080p had wireless controllers at as many as you need, you paid, instead of buying the console outright, you paid a monthly subscription, but you had access to every single Nintendo game ever made. I think it's got merit. I I think down the line, gaming providers or or developers or whatever, I think they might look at that lease model, like similar like a mobile phone. Yeah. Where your, your contract is two years or three years, whatever it is, you buy the whatever maybe the next iteration is of the Scorpio and the Neo 
you buy it on a three or four year term, you pay it off at 50 bucks a month or whatever. Because they'll be releasing them. There's going to be a new one. Because like, and a new one. You think about it, minimum, people are paying between 60 and 80 bucks a month for their phone. Yeah. I mean, I play a lot of games. I think if that was open to me, I could probably justify that cost to have as many games as you want. The hard part with that would be though is getting all the all the developers to sign off on if, if it's just based off they're going to get X percentage of, you know, they, they calculate the hours played of their... Because they're all free to play games then. So it'll be a, it'll how be a would world it of microtransactions. A lot of games will get <laughs> left in the dust, I think, if you open up the entire platform. But I think at least on the console side... They might go to a like a leasing option like that. I think in the future. I'm a sucker. I just buy them anyway. Mm. We're all uh, consumers. I've got like three Xbox 360s. Two are dead. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I wonder if there's something you can do with your old consoles. Can wrap it in a towel and put it in the oven. Why would you do that? You can fix the red ring that way. All right, that sounds like a like a like a. I've done it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I really thought you were pulling our leg. No, 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 no. And you can also wrap, do the wrap it in the town, just turn it on because then it just heats up and it, and it sort of loosened that heat sink that causes the red ring. Mm. Huh. Then it works again. Because I had an old, <laughs> bad story actually. I had an old <laughs> 360 and, and it was red ringing a bit. And then I, I bought a new 360 and this old 360 I had was modded. So I had a gajillion games on it. So I chucked it on Gumtree, sold it when I was back living in Canberra and I knew it had that fritzy red ring in there from time to time. <laughs> you scumbag. But I got it working. Um, dude came around, powered it up, tested it, great, loving it, la, 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 la. Walked off, got my money. Then he called me like three days later, red ring, told oh him, my. oh, yeah, do the do the towel wrap, turn it on, heat it up, so on and so forth. Got it working again. But then it just kept red ringing like every week and he just kept ringing and ringing and then I was just like, ghost locked. <laughs> so, yeah, got my money. See, I could never do that because he knows where you live. Yep, no, he didn't come to my house. I went to his. Ah, classic yeah. scam artist behavior. You gotta, you gotta be forward thinking. <laughs> but it was a modded console anyway. So what's he gonna do? This is, he this just is, bought a console. Yeah, this is back in your heyday. Back in, back in my where prime. You, where you were hustling. Oh yeah, too out old. The, out in the corner, flicking a coin with a <laughs> toothpick in your mouth. Guys, want a modded console? Tru- he seems trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I trust this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kerbo, I know this probably is going to upset you, this little next bit of news. Everything upsets but me. But XCOM 2 has been delayed on console. Uh, Only three weeks. Only nah, three weeks. Three weeks is nothing. So now it's September 26th in the US and I think September 29th or the 30th for the rest of the world. So it's going to come out on PS4 and Xbox One. I'll give that a go. You're going to give it a crack? Yeah, that's right around the time of my wedding anniversary. So hint, oh. hint, there's a present idea. Love me, cat. Love me. I was going to say, off you go, Brendan. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better remember this time. hi <laughs> So, Pokemon Go has made in excess of $160 million in less than 30 days. wonder how many times you could solve world hunger with that. Mm. And based on like, per, like minutes usage per day, it is getting more attention than Facebook, more usage than Facebook. I now, I hate to say it. That. I hate to say it, it really pain. It gives me actual abdominal pains. That's not good. To say this, but I think Sam could be right. I think the hype could be dying down already. As, as good as those numbers are, I've definitely seen a decline in people playing it on the street. Well, that's what mm. happens when they fumble the ball. They mm. haven't been doing great things, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. They had the big update. 
But all the updates are doing, they're like, they removed the footprints, they put the footprints back in. Now they've got little grass reeds behind the Pokemon in their little the icon. Tracker like, as well. like, so us three here sitting here today, Ali, you said you deleted it. I installed it a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, I'm close to it. I nearly did the other day. I came to the realization that if I was ever going to be a Pokemon master, I'd have to literally go out of my way to go and catch Pokemon. And, and I just don't have the time for that no, because you, you everywhere don't go that out I'm, of your way for much. Well, no, but you know it's because I'm busy doing stuff mm, on that hustle. And the thing is, is that like, you know, going to and from work every day, all I get is Zubats. I got one Dragonite, which was just a fluke, but everything else is just Zubats. Mm. And I'm like, I'm done with Zubats. I'm like, give me something I'm else, fam. So past Zubats. But uh, that's why I'm sort of stopped playing it because you know, I, I've heard that the best place to go now is um, the Opera House, but I don't have time to go to the Opera House. Mm. I don't want to go to the Opera House. Yeah. I should. It's beautiful. I do like Opera Bar. It's overpriced as hell, but it's good to have a drink down there. I nah, they make a really good cheese stuff. sandwich. Ooh. I played a few gigs down there. Nice. Yeah, out in the sun. With mm. a, with On the, the steps. With a, with a Cuban jazz band. Nice. Nice, nice Ooh, time. That actually sounds nice. Yeah. I, I've got a story on Pokemon. Right? Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was, I was in... <laughs> Settle in. I was in Brisbane last week. I was yep. up there for work. Thursday night was meant to fly back to Sydney. Was booked on the last plane out at nine. Cool. Got to the airport. Plane was delayed. Yet yeah, no worries. Not not unexpected. Happens at an airport. Delayed again. Fair enough. Then we boarded the plane. There was some mechanical issues. So I'm sitting there waiting for takeoff. Sitting in twelve A usual chair, and I'm trying on, to catch Pokemon. Why why twelve A? Always do. It's the it's the row directly in front of the exit row, and typically the um. Aisle seats always empty, so I usually get like a lane to myself or two seats to myself. Smart, that's smart. Sorry, go on. And it's and the, if you sit in the exit row, you can't have like over ear or can headphones. You have to have earbuds. So the row before, obviously, I can sit here with my your audio technicas, my ATs, my ATM fifties. Yeah, yeah, boy. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting there catching my Pokemon, and there's Zubats everywhere, yeah. tying directly into what you just said. Zubat, yeah. Zubat, Zubats. Delay on the plane again. And then they're like, oh, now you have to exit the plane. There's some mechanical issues. We're going to get you on a new plane. All right, fair enough. Exit the plane, went to the, the Virgin Lounge waiting for the new plane. And then we find out because it was the last plane, it was only half full, the plane's been cancelled. And so I get an automated message, automated email saying plane was cancelled. I had a whinge on Twitter. Virgin Australia messaged me on Twitter saying, oh, so sorry, what's happened? Then they were calling me Brenda for one. So fuck you, Virgin. <laughs> I'm a man. Brenda. But then I sort of said, what happened? And they go, yeah, a bat got in the engine. Caused this mechanical issue. And I'm sitting there fending <laughs> off Zubats. <laughs> and then a fucking oh, bat you grounds the plane. You could have caught it. You could have caught it. Just missed. He got away. You would have been like, mate, don't worry. Been practicing should've, a lot for this. Should have used an ultra ball instead of just the standard, you know? <laughs> so then I had to stay. Walking out onto the, like, the air <laughs> term and just yeah. like, turn your cap yeah. backwards. Like, I got don't this. Don't worry, guys. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Shing. So a real life Zubat grounded me. I had to stay overnight again in Brisbane. Um, they, f- they drove us all the way back into the valley to stay at this hotel. And then I had oh, to get no. like the 6 a.m. flight out. So I had like three hours sleep because of a Zubat. Not happy. Mate, that's, that's not like happy. Art imitating life mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, so something I'm I'm a little bit happy about that we talked about earlier. Apparently Donald Glover might be playing Lando Carissian in the you know, yeah. young hand solo film potentially. Yeah. So we are all in this room, Donald Glover fanatics. Um, community, uh, stand up, uh, especially childish Gambino. 
We are just, we've, we've known every single possible backstory of everything. We've read everything there is to read about him. I don't know how I feel about him being Lando Calrissian because I see uh, Billy Dee Williams as being Donald Glover's, you know, one of his heroes. Um, but I don't know if he fits in with that. I can mm, see what you mean. I you know, can. That aesthetic. I don't know if he fits in. Um, would we be seeing Lando or would we be, see, tr- be seeing Troy, Troy dressing yeah. up as Lando? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because personally, if they were going to do Lando Calrissian, I'd like to see them do uh, maybe a different take on him. Like maybe make him a female or, you know, like give it. But give it's it. set in the same universe. You can't, you can't then change it. make Lando right. Landette. <laughs> Landette. <laughs> It's or the female version, or of you know, clearly. you know, just give it. Unless like, you want him to have like a sex change, maybe yeah. personality style. Give, give something different. That's 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 going to be the issue. But I, I saw, I watched recently the Lazarus Effect. Right, you guys know this one. So it's it's almost like a rehash of Flatliners. Right, that where medical students trying to bring people back from the dead, they bring them back disastrous effects because they're evil and whatever else. And Donald Glover is one of the the medical students in this. And it's, it's a little bit more of a serious role for him. Hmm. You know, there's none of that comedic timing that you see in all the other stuff. So I've seen him play a more adult, serious, straighty 180 role. So he could do some justice to Lando, but that's the hard thing. Anytime they start doing young versions of such beloved characters, it's always going to get met with that hesitation and resistance and... I, I think we're still going to be a bit iffy about it anyway. Cause yeah. I, I, I think you kind of feel like me as well, Brendan, where these like little side stories that they're putting into the Star Wars universe, which we're feeling a bit like yeah. kind of overwhelmed. It's like, yeah. do we need it? Do we really? No. So I, I agree hundred percent. Like that, you know, you looked at that initial timeline they had where they wanted to release a Star Wars based film, like every year for the next 15 years, you know, in, in between obviously the, the next trilogy I think mm. that's every three years or whatever and then we've obviously got Rogue One this year we've got this Han Solo prequel then we've, we're still rumoured about this Bounty Hunter based one yeah. and there's this that the other the, the universe is just going to get spread so thin and yeah. you know so watered down by the end could, of all this could take some of the magic out of it I think uh, so definitely and I that's what so. it was it's mm. like Star Wars was like this precious jewel <laughs> what <laughs> so did you think of the trailer for the Rogue One <sighs> I'm I'm interested by it I'm I'm not getting on the hype. Yeah, it's almost it's almost going to be like oh, not exactly Ocean's Eleven, but it's you know Ocean's Eleven <laughs> Italian job in like space. That's what I feel like. It's Italian just this big it's this big heist movie. You know, replace the <laughs> Mini Coopers <laughs> with X Wings or whatever else, and you know Chuck Jason Statham in there. Sold. Sold. Yeah. So print it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go into it with Get open me pictures eyes. Pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, did you see as well, they've announced the Gears of War 4 pre-orders. Uh, so you've got three characters that you can I play as. I already pre-ordered mine. Oh, well. Remember that whole saga with the goddamn oh, yeah. I extra remember. $10? Yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm assuming you're going to get these now. So you get you get a heap of characters, um, a lot from the from the current series. So you get uh, tomorrow Anya in brackets. So that's just her particular skin. You get Old Man Marcus. So Marcus Phoenix is making a, an appearance. And the coolest one, I think, is Zombie Dom. So obviously, you know, Z- Dom dies in... Mm. Is that in two or three? I can't remember. I think it was two. Yeah. Gut-wrenching story, you know, yeah. when he finds his wife down down on, underneath yeah. the ground and all that nonsense. 
I don't think we're going to get that magic again. No. I think the, the yeah. whole story is just gone to hell. Yeah, yep. so you get Zombie Dom, you get Vintage Dell, who's one of the new characters, then you get a couple of gold sort of skinned uh, lances and gnashes as well. I still don't think this is enough to get people pre-ordering. No. It's not really... Uh, if anything, it tarnished me seeing that zombie. Zombie Dom. Like, how yeah. dare you? Yeah. How very dare you? I feel like that if they're going to make Treasure. something, uh, you know, you can only get it if you pre-order, like... Don't even make it something that you can buy later on. Mm. You know, make that necessity to pre-order it. Where yeah. it's like, there's a special gun you can get in the game that's more powerful than the one. But you can only get it if you pre-order. Mm. You, you can't buy it. You can't pick it up in the game. Otherwise, there's just no incentive. Yeah, I've never really pre-ordered things anyway. So Nah. nah I, I have here or there. Only when I was forced to. Yeah, I have here or there. Um, but for the most part, as, as you said, unless there's an item with such prestige that, yeah, you can't get in-game via currency or via leveling or whatever. Um, yeah, there's no ne- like no necessity in pre-ordering, dropping your money down. Because yeah. half the time, you can get the standard edition from JB for 20, 30 bucks cheaper than most of these other gaming outlets that sell uh-huh. these, pre- um, you know, these limited edition ones you have to pre-order that gives you a steel case on the game and all this. Like, I don't give a shit. But I, like, I remember I when they, no steel case. they did one for Dead Space and you got the... Um, the cutter, laser cutter. Oh, yeah. But it was like a toy. Like it was yeah. a life-size version. Mm. They did one for Fallout with the Pip-Boy. That's right. They had but a life, that was life cool. size Pip. Was like, like, I love stuff like that, you know? Yeah, mm. people, but they didn't need that anyway. Yeah. They no, didn't, they no. They didn't need that but I mean, incentive. I like to see stuff like that happen. Cause well, well, COD was sort of the kings of it for years, you know? They did the bloody... Yeah. The night, night vision goggles. They did RC cars. They did drones. They did... The night vision was the best yeah. out of all of them. But I never got it. Mm. So I remember right. the drama of that. The RC cars. Oh, I was working at JB when they released those and they were just always coming back with problems. Mine would like only turn left. It was the Derek Zoolander of RC cars. <laughs> One of the worst ones was a Spider-Man game and they were had a limited edition pre-order uh, statuette. And so we actually took the statuette out of the box to have, like put it on display. I just looked at it. I said, "Put it away. No one's gonna pre-order because it was really bad quality. Yeah. Uh, it was shocking. That's the hard the part. The lines weren't painted. <laughs> oh yeah. no, those little uh, ten-year-olds in some country, you know, must their hand wasn't so steady that day. <laughs> Jeez, we know that's whipping. how it gets done. Let's not think about that. <laughs> They're not all Jackson Pollock sitting in there painting these statues, mate. Well, Jackson Pollock. Wouldn't be the right. Oh, he might actually because he paints very weird, so the lines yeah. would be all over. So there would have been maybe they are all, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to paint with a Barbie doll. He, he just does the blood splatter effects on all of them. Yeah, we need some blood splatter. Call up Jackson. <laughs> I'm on it. Walks in with a heroin needle in his arms, <laughs> throws a paintbrush around. Yeah, right. Anyway, Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, art corner with the hungry gamers. Mm. Shout out, shout out to Art Attack, though. I love the shit oh, out of that show as a kid. This is an arts attack. Mm. You know that they've still got that show on, right? Is Neil Buchanan Ooh. still the host? I don't know, because I watched it yesterday. If it's not Neil Buchanan, I do not know. It's I, not Art Attack. I don't know. And if it doesn't have that intro, and if it doesn't mm. have the big like the big Art Attack where they do over t- yeah. top and he does like, yeah. We, we <laughs> tried to do that once when we were kids. I had one of my mates climb up on the roof with the video camera, and I got all these bits of wood and tried to do a picture, but I ran out of wood, so it was just half done. <laughs> had like 50 bits of wood, and I clearly needed probably 500, and it was just like I was trying to do a person, and it was like Why ended up being half so his face. Weird? I don't know. This makes me me. So Overwatch, 15 million players playing that bad boy right now. 
Sounds about right. So that's up 100% from uh, launch. There were $7 million that first week of launch. And to date, get this as far as an hourly um, overall time spent in-game, 500 million hours have been spent playing Overwatch. 400 million of in those the last are for me odd. alone. <laughs> so Being Torb just dirtbagging in the corner with a turret. Listen, Torb I only bad. go Torb and Bastion if the other team do it first. Mm. That is the only time I ever do it. Mm. Because there's a couple of times that I play and it'll be like, you know, obviously five on five, but we'll have a good thing going for a long time. There's no Torbs, there's no Bastions. You know, everyone's playing really nicely and you, you kind of feel like you can talk to the other team and you're like, mm. all right, no, nah, this is good. You guys are quite good. We're quite good. We're all having fun. Mm. And then someone new will join and they'll just Bastion and they'll just mm. sit in that pod and just, and then it's like, oh, well, fuck you then. Let's just <laughs> all go Bastion. And then all of a sudden it's just like five turrets on five turrets. I I played, after you went to bed last night, we played, we played a team stuff. of, um, geez, now his name He's escaping me. No, no, no. Genji. It'll come to me. I'm having a complete brain fart. We played as a team of Reinhardt's last Junkrat. night. <laughs> team I, of Junkrat. I, I played a team of Junkrat last <laughs> night and holy shit, that's hard that to fight. sucked. Yeah. Because the splash damage is just everywhere. You got to yeah. stay far, no, far away. I found the only the way to get Junkrat um, is to play as D.Va because her... No, I was D.Va. Oh, and there's six Junkrats getting you from everywhere. <sighs> that would have sucked. That also grinds my gears. The way you play D.Va, she's a push tank, yet you hide at the back with the infinite <laughs> laser gun. Nah. Pew, 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 pew. I, was, I was up the front. I always watch the amount of damage block you did. Oh, um, yeah, damage Last block. Last night, 7,000. always small. Seven, oh, bullshit. 7,000. Bullshit. Uh, next time, I'll take a photo of it for you. Okay. Mate, I can't help just cracking that 30 kill limit each did round. Just, did you also say you guys played a round where you're all Reinhardt? Yeah. yeah. How'd that turn out? Weird. <laughs> we we won no no there was four Reinhardts and then um, daughter and I I oh, was yeah. I was soldier and he was Zenyatta yeah so we had four Reinhardts but we smashed it it was pretty good because we all smashed sat it on the payload with like a basically a wall wall of shields wall of shield yeah and then I just Dogs. stood behind him <laughs> with soldier just dropping machine gun shells and then Zenyatta was just wrecking with those orbs yeah it was actually a good team build actually like those the four Reinhardts yeah it was filthy yeah. Filthy. Anyway, let's get back to talking about the news because the I feel news. like people hear the enough news? about our Overwatch exploits and they're like, not this again. Mm. So the, the last bit of news. So Dead Rising 1 and 2 has been confirmed to be coming to Xbox One and PlayStation 4 on September 13th. Oh my God, I really want Dead Rising VR. Gosh, that'd be insane. That would, that be, would be so awesome. That would be, I don't know if my brain could process it that quickly because there'd be that many things coming at you. I'd be okay with like a like a VR workstation where you put all the shit together. Yeah. But then actually fighting, no. For a minute, I thought you meant like, like you were at work simulating work <laughs> at VR. I'm like, that's terrible. One of, the, <laughs> one of the games everyone loves is Work Simulator on yeah. VR. So yeah, what what the hell? It looks I fun. It looks stupid but mm. fun. Someone will make a yard work simulator just to rip off The Simpsons. I yeah. Think. I actually remember that. <laughs> so yeah, Dead Rising 1 and 2, Xbox One and PS4, September 13th, 20 bucks US a pop. It's going to be, uh, it coincides obviously Dead Rising turns 10 this year, 10 year anniversary. Kudos to those guys. Uh, it's going to be upscaled to 1080p and 60 frames a second. I think they're going to be doing a bundle with 1, 2 and 3 for about 50 or 45 or 40 bucks combined. a fantastic game. 
Dead Rising 2. I feel mm. bad I jumped on 3. That was my first one. You yeah. didn't enjoy it? No, no, I loved it. Oh. But I jumped in on 3, yeah. so I don't really have that nostalgia thing for 1 and 2. Yeah. yeah. The, the first one was just hard because there was so few save points. Yeah. The amount of times you'd be trudging through that mall and yeah. be so far from a save point and die and then have to restart the second one was 3 the hours back. Wheelchair of Doom, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that that sort of wraps up the news for the week. Um, we'll jump into some new releases that are coming out um, in this week cycle, which would be, let me just check my calendar. So it's going to be from the 15th of August through to the 22nd, which is when episode 2.9 will drop after this. So the first one on August 16th on the PlayStation 4, Adventure Capitalist. Welcome, eager young investor, to Adventure Capitalist, arguably the world's greatest capitalism simulator. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Next one. Bank Limit Advanced Battle Racing drops on the Vive, uh, the Rift, and PC on August 16. The Rebirth of the Magnet Racer. Faster, more deadly, and experienced straight from the cockpit. Race and battle your way across 20 tracks and three arenas in one of the fastest games ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Could be good. Interesting. Bound on the PlayStation 4, August 16. Bound transports you into a beautiful, fantastical world that exists in the mind of a woman revisiting the memories of her childhood. You'll use dance moves to traverse the vast environments filled with platforming challenges. As the game progresses, the introspective story unfolds through powerful metaphor and imagery. Wow, that's really different. Adding emotional depth of the protagonist's journey. I reckon that one would be something to check out. That sounds really different. Sounds, sounds like, different. Sounds like Parappa the Rapper with emotion in it. No, it doesn't. You traverse that game what by the hell? dancing. Paraf- no, it does not sound like it's that at all. It's a dance game. Dance. Punch, punch. <laughs> <laughs> Next one on August 16th, Death Stair on the PC, world's greatest competitive multiplayer stair climbing, stair climbing game. In local or online play, up to three people race to the finish while the fourth, armed to the teeth with an arsenal of unconventional ammo types, does everything oh, to I stop I thought this them. is going to be like a, like a staring contest. Like you <laughs> had to... No, nah, it's like When that- you said Death Stair, I was thinking just like... He who blinks first loses. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one, grow up on Xbox One, PS4 and PC on August the 16th. While out exploring the galaxy in MOM or MOM, um, Bud's parental spaceship, it explodes into pieces. Like literally, MOM's all over the place. The positioning of that moon was terribly inconsiderate. Now her ship parts are scattered far and wide across an entire alien planet. So rich in flora and fauna, it would even... It would make even the most jaded galactic gardener's head spin. It's up to Bud to collect all her parts and get them back to the moon. So that is Grow Up. Sounds terrible. Inversus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great stuff there. Inversus. PS4 and PC on August 16th. Face off against friends and challenge enemy swarms as opposites collide in the action strategy combat of Inversus! Exclamation point. A dynamic board makes each round evolve into a unique battlefield. Read-only memories on PS4 and Vita on August 16th. In Neo San Francisco, a vibrant city of low-life and high-tech, you'll witness the world's first sapient robot or sapient robot learning to grow and live as you become embroiled in the darkest scandal of 2064. Oculus on PC, Mac and Linux, August 18th. Squeeze into your toga and slide on your sandals to rally the angry mobs of Oklos and bring down the oppressive god of mythological Greece. Uh, F1 2016 on Xbox One, PS4 and PC on August 19. Create your own legend F1 2016. Get ready to go deeper into the world of the most prestigious motorsport that ever, than ever before. Work with your agent, engineer and team to develop your car in the deepest ever career experience spanning up to 10 seasons. Metroid Prime Federation Force on the 3DS August 19. 
The war between the Galactic Federation and the Space Pirates is far from over. Enlist with the Federation forced to join a four-player local or online squad in this co-op sci-fi shooter. Fight alongside teammates in your specialized mech to eliminate the Space Pirates menace and any threat that stands in your way. Stardust Galaxy Warriors Stellar Climax on PC August 19. Stardust Galaxy Warriors is a fast-paced one-to-four player couch co-op action shooter combining shmup brawler gameplay with RPG elements. Elements. I'm not sure what shmup stands for. S-H-M-U-P. Can someone tell me what that means? Choose your game mode, settings, mechs, weapons, and upgrades to customize your experience. Soar through space, defeat evil, and save the future. And the last one, Style Savvy Fashion Forward on the 3DS August 19. Manage your own boutique, design clothes fit for a fashionista, style some wicked hair, master the art of makeup, and even become the next top model. The world is your runway in this fully, uh, fun, fully outfitted fashion game. So that is the games that are out this week. Where would you throw your fictitious dollars if you were going to buy one of these titles for this week? The shmup one. The shmup one. So you were going to drop it. A- couch-based... Uh, multiplayer. So you're down for some Stardust Galaxy Warriors Stellar Climax on the PC. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. What about you, Miss Ally? Um, I'd probably more go. How do you say that one? That Oclos. I'm just saying Oclos. Oclos, because it's okay, and then Chlos. <laughs> okay, Chlos. Okay, Chlos. Only because like it's got Greek mythology and and togas and togas and togas and sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Toga. I'm going to throw my fictitious dollars at Bound, the dramatic Parappa the Rapper game. Really? I thought uh, you were going to be more style savvy. Yeah. Debated it, but I've got the, nah. the first one, so my, I my sort of know how that goes. I finished that game on DS. So there's, there's the games this week. No, for real. I finished my style boutique. All right. I got you really go. addicted to it. I, just, I don't know. I got it in because I bought my DS and it came with that game. Oh. And I finished all my other games on DS and then I was like super bored. And I'm like, oh. Give this my style boutique thing a go. And then, yeah, I was like... What happens when you finish the game? How do, you, how do you finish that game? You just become like Giorgio Armani? You pretty much just get... Yeah, you pretty much just have like heaps of money. You've done all the challenges and it's they, they kind of just like keep presenting you with the same challenges mm. at the end. So I was kind of like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. Yeah, it was good times. Hey, one thing we didn't talk about is No Man's Sky. Did you play it yet? Oh, I forgot about mentioning that. Yeah, No Man's Sky, it's just not for me. Did you play it? I did. I've put about three, three, four hours in so far. I just can't get into it. Man, this is surprising because I thought this is like going to be the game version of what I thought of Suicide Squad, which was pan everything and everyone else loves it and me still hate it. But yeah, I, I panned it and no one seems to really like it. Yeah, I, it's not my kind okay, of game. I have some questions. So, sure, sure. Um, is there much challenge to what you're doing? No. Okay. Repetition. When you go to the planet and you get out and you look around and you see a weird T-Rex, T-Rex with wings yeah. or whatever, yep. what else is there to do? So it's, it's almost there's a mixture of like Pokemon Snap in that element where you hold left trigger on the PlayStation and you pull up your little special examining binoculars. There's probably obviously a space term to it, but you pull it up, you look at flora and fauna, right. you scan it and it'll tell you what its, it's you know, species-based name is, you know, T-Rexus Animalis or whatever. Yep. Um, it's stored to your little little um, file. You can then go in and rename all these species. So I had fun with that. I was naming planets, all kinds of things, and naming animals, all kinds of things. But it's it's a whole lot of it's it's a, it's you're just mining. All you're doing is resource management. 
The inventory when you start the game is too small. Man, You're sounds... constantly juggling shit. It's like, oh, inventory full. Can't can't mine any more of this this element. Like, what, hell, so right? what are you mining the elements for? So the game starts, your spaceship or your space shuttle is sort of damaged on this planet. You need to go find all these resources to repair your ship so then you can, you know, shoot off into space to then explore the galaxy. You're presented with two options to start with. You can either follow sort of the, the Atlas is what it's called. So that's the main storyline where the Atlas missions are aiming to get you to the center of the galaxy and that's how you finish the game. But you can also then just go, you know, ignore that and just explore as you, go, as, as you like and then obviously just traverse the universe. I've been on to four planets now. You could spend hours on, on hours upon hours on one planet if you like because you can explore the whole thing. You mine all the elements. You battle various little space So you, collector do, you robots, do battle. Sort of. Your, your mining gun is also your weapon. So it's the same thing. The, one of the annoyances is the mining gun and your, and your space shuttle use the same resource to fly or to shoot so you're constantly juggling all that element management inventory on the spaceship and yourself is small to start with so you're constantly battling full inventory you've got to constantly juggle move this combine that upgrade Mm. this so So i heard that um the next phase for this game will be to start building uh lack of a better term settlements on each planet um, which obviously has a bit of a throwout to yeah. fallout. So a bit of colonizing and things like colonizing, that. Colonizing, um, which I guess would make a new element to the gameplay to make people mm. come back. But I just, uh, from day one, I was always kind of like, what's going to keep people coming back mm. other than just like finding new planets? Reg- regular updates, I think, is what this game will need to survive. Like obviously when it was was pitched and presented... They were talking about potentially, you know, finding, you know, say we're playing on the PlayStation or yeah. and whatnot. We could luckily find ourselves on this same planet, one of a billion or whatever the, the number is they're operating on. But a few few things have already shown on YouTube and various articles around the internet. People have popped onto the exact same planet and can't see each other. So the multiplayer at the moment isn't in-game. Because mm. so, oh, they, they posted some story like the day it was released and be like, oh my God. One in eight million chance two players find each other on No Man's Sky, and I'm like, yeah. really? Is it that? Is it that high yeah. in terms of chance? It's big, like it's it's very expansive, uh. and and they do the, you know, using your your hyper thruster or whatever they call it in this to you know when you shoot out into into the universe and you're going to going to other planets. The scope of it is huge, like it's got a timer all the time that's going to show okay, time to destination, and if you're not using your little hyperdrive and you just sort of I don't know, mm. cruising with at space speed or whatever the hell. Um, space speed. It can be hours. Like Shit. if you're just cruising to a planet, it'll literally be like, you know, three hours at the current speed you're going to get from here. Okay. You can see the, the planet in the distance, like through your, um, you know, through the front of your spaceship. Would but you? the sheer scope and size, it's huge. Would you play this game on acid? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Especially just launching into hyperdrive and all that. Like it's insane so you t- put on a bit of rush drop a tab yeah. play this game and then you would have oh you'd, you'd have nice you'd experience. have a very very different experience like but that's that's it hey like mm. that's apart from that you can't depends on what you're into like I, i've talked to a few people i know and they are absolutely hard in on this yeah. their, their whole life what are the they moment, hard in about what is it they, they love that exploration element but it, it's almost because this this universe is so big it's overwhelming you sit there and just go fuck am I going here? What do I do? Like you can explore one planet for probably days of real life human time if you wanted. 
But because there's no key direction for the most part, like there, there is, you know, go check out that beacon or this colony, um, you know, sensor that's going off in this distant planet. Go see what's going on. Gotcha. So I've met some aliens. Um, they talk alien language at first, so you, you don't know what the piss they're talking about. And then you, you've got a few um, options to choose from to, mm. to generate conversation. So it's a roll of the dice to know if you're picking the right thing, the wrong thing. Yeah, I don't I know. Just, uh, mm. I don't think. It's going to be for a particular niche of people. Yeah. Like there's people that like the open sandbox element, yeah. like, like kind of like Minecraft. I was there just is, about to say that. There is no, you know, rules behind it. So you could kind of make make of yeah. it what you will. So those people will love it. Yeah. For so me, it was a visual aspect that I was very interested in. Haven't yet played it because I was mm. waiting for PC. And, uh, but yeah, I think some people are going to love it for the, that reason. Because some people so. like playing like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like a good game with a big open sandbox, but it just I think it's almost too to the point of being too big. It's just not for me. Where there is, li- you can do literally anything you want, however you want, but there's no clear direction, and there's no apart from getting to the center of the universe, following this Atlas quest. There's no end game in in mind, which tied into obviously there's Minecraft storyline mode now, but in the original iteration, yeah. play forever and just you make your own game. Yeah, that sort of just isn't for me that's you know that's for a lot of other people and a lot of other people are loving this game like that guy that guy he was he was honking celebrating a bit of no man's sky (laughs) he just named a new planet so (laughs) yeah a lot a lot of people i know are just hard out you know they get straight home from work like oh i'm gonna go find these planets i've been mining this same element for five hours so i can upgrade this so boring to me but that's just me yeah it's not me it's not for me i'm glad we talked about drop some paper on it regret i dropped some paper on it but at the yeah. same time i half knew that this wasn't going to be for me going into it mm. but i thought you know what i'll get it in it's actually cheaper in on terms playstation of, uh, store than eb games events and things happening what would you be into yeah yeah so this week i'd get along to um the pop culture trivia down there in sydney cbd they're actually doing nashville this week so any any fans of that show nashville that has a uh, my old girl crush Hayden Panettiere in it. They're doing a Nashville special. It's actually not half bad. How would there be enough fans to fill somewhere? <laughs> well, this is. I think it's into its fifth season now. Thank you. Oh, okay. It's got Connie I've, Britton. You I've know, never the, heard of it. I've you know the mum from Friday Night Lights, the TV show. No. Oh, well, she's in it. Connie okay. Britton's in it. Hayden Panettiere's in it. Some Australian girl that I think was on Neighbours for seven minutes is on it as well. So that's uh, August mm. the seventeenth from eight pm. Free to entry. I think you need to register via their Facebook to ensure you get a table. Get on down there. They do good drinks, good food. And the other big one next weekend over at Rose Hill Gardens is uh, Smash, which is the Sydney manga and anime show. Um, August 20, head over to smash.org.au for all the details, but there's tons of guests, there's cosplay, there's panels, there's games, extensive vendors and an artist market. So Smash with an exclamation point. So Smash. I've been to Smash a few times. Yeah? Yeah. I tried to enter the AMV competition and they said my entry was too gory. What's AMV stand for? Anime music video. They're the best. Oh, awesome. God, yeah. I made one and they said it was too gory. And I was like... That's a bit rich. There was only... What was happening in it? Oh, there was a little bit of blood in it, I guess. You know, mm. a bit of, bit of cutting people up. But it wasn't too bad. Like, yeah. It what was, just, was the song? Uh, oh, it was like a piano piece. Uh. But, yeah, that kind of bummed me out. Cause That's I, a shame. Because I thought it was a good entry. But what, what one? What anime? Or what music video won that competition that year? Oh, oh I don't know. Some some, ter- shit. some terrible bloody thing, probably. Mm. It's nowhere near my, my amazing masterpiece. Mm. 
You know what I'm about to start playing this weekend? The new Attack on Titan game. Oh, hopefully what, it's going to be good on, on Xbox console? One. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not out. I think it's out on August 26th. How have they done that game? How did you get that? Oh, I got my way. So I'm doing a review copy. Oh, so where's my review copy? I only got one. Oh, funny that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let you know. Will you? Yeah. Oh, good man. Yeah. I'll send you some screenshots. Yeah, go fuck no, yourself over that. <laughs> how was that one played? Like uh, third person, um, like the like the DS episodic elements in it, where you do a mixture of, you know, just normal character, and then go into the Titan mode as well um, when you're Aaron. Okay. So it'll be because there, there was one that was like a long time ago that someone I think was like maybe fan made or something like yeah. that, and you, yeah, you just played as like I think almost like chibi mm. version of the character. Huh. Yeah, and it was just like. Yeah, like attacking all the titans that were coming into the area. Yeah. It was very basic, but it looked like lots of fun. Yeah, it almost, the, the stylings and, and the way it's moving from the trailers and whatnot, I haven't played it yet. It almost looks like movement and concept similar to like Intenshu. Remember oh, Tenshu? Yeah. So it's that kind of that kind of look where you're obviously scaling buildings, mm. but obviously you've got your little, what, what do they call their little flying wings that they had, their little jet propulsion system? Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Oh, you mean like the, the, the ropes and that they had? Yeah, but you know how they could yeah. shoot around as well, kind of like, like kind of like Spider-Man roots. Yeah, so right. so there's a bit of that element in it. There's you know real fast you know scaling of objects and flying around and yeah, I'm I like the DS version because it was one of those things where you know how they're playing a cutscene and it'll be like you have to press the A button now. Yeah. To like quick time events. Yeah. Um, they had those on the DS, which was kind of cool because you had the touch screen element. Mm. So it'd be like, oh, you need to land your hook into this particular rope. So you have to match up the hook with the circle that's darting around the screen. And yeah. I like that sort yeah. of stuff. So Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll have my initial feelings on that next week. Can't say too much because I'm under embargo. But oh. a full review. Listen to August the 26th. ego getting bigger. Has been... Got a copy of Layers <laughs> of Fear you could play in, in trial if you like. Yes, that would be great. Thank mm. you, Brendan. Wait, <laughs> Layers of Fear? The new DLC for it. It's oh, okay. Layers of Fear Family Reunion, I think it's called. I don't know. I'll give I it a go. I wish I could play that game, but I think it's too scary for me. Just, Maybe. Just send I've it. watched it. Like, I've, so I've, watched I've people got a copy it. for one of yourselves if you want to play it. You'll have to review it, though. Speaking of free copies of games, no one messaged me about my competition. Oh. About um, uh, Western Press. Yeah, no, not a single person in the world wants a free copy of Western Press, which is sad because it's such a good game. It's a cracker of a game. Yeah, um, and you know it's Saturday. You could have been playing it tonight, but no. If you want a copy, you're pretty much a shoe in. Just tell me about a time that you forgot <laughs> something. Tell him about the time you forgot to enter the competition. Yeah. yeah. Winners. There you go. Mm. But it, like, you know, give us a story. Don't, yeah. don't, don't give me just a one-liner. I mean, you're going to win anyway, so. Well, just... they've got 140 characters to tell you a story. No, they can just send me a DM. Oh, you yeah. got, your DMs oh, are open? Oh, exclusive. Yeah, DMs are open. Okay, yeah. nice. I got one from 8-Bit when I followed it. I got an instant one that mm. said, welcome to the 8-Bit family. I'm like, mate, I am the 8-Bit family. No, you're late to the party. Nah, mate. I'm OG. True, true OG. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Those speaking of OG, like let's G-O, hey? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like that, is it? <laughs> I think uh, that is what it is for episode 28. Any, We're going to be back. Any final thoughts, stories, comments? Anything you want to say? I'm still going to give No Man's Sky a try. Yeah, I want to get your feedback on it. All right, I'll... I'll get it. I'll play it. PC. Mm. Um, if I had the physical copy, I'd just loan it to you, but I got digital, so. 
Was it free copy? I'm going to play it because I am. I play Minecraft, so I think maybe my angle will be I, a different one. I think you're going to enjoy it then because yeah. I'm. I've never played Minecraft and I still refuse to play because I know. I know. It's just not for it's me. It's way too beyond me. That's mm. that's how I knew I was getting old, was when young kids were like way into Minecraft and were like on this top tier level, which was like outside of the scope of the normal linear version of the game where they're talking about mods and stories and lore and all like fan fiction and all this stuff. And I just had absolutely no idea what they were talking about. Mm. And I just thought, this is when I start to die. I don't Jesus. know how I feel about that statement as a Minecraft player. And yeah. I'm not that young. Yeah. We're not all I mean, old. my walker's just over there. Mm. No, but I Next mean to my like, rascal. <laughs> but, but, but you, under, you understand the Minecraft thing. Oh. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. It's beyond me. Because to me, like I'm just asking stupid, ignorant old person questions like, what do you do in the game? What, is your, how, what do you mean you've got to build this? I'm just like, give me a gun and tell me a story and I'll play it. But I build castles in the sky. Yeah. You. <laughs> Sky castles. I do. Yeah. But to me, I'm just like, that's a waste of time. You made but, that, a big but that's just me. I'm not mm. saying it's the right thing. I'm just saying yeah. that's just me personally. When I play games, I don't necessarily get enjoyment from doing that. Heaps of people do. You want a bit is, of a linear experience. Don't I, you? I, I need a story to keep mm. me, you know, involved. Did you make a big skull castle in um, Minecraft? Oh, yeah. I've got a, I've got a few different things. Mm. I made this like flaming castle in the sky and I did other things as well. Nice. Pretty much I like to make brutal things <laughs> and make animals screw. <laughs> Can you make them have sex? You, you feed them food, little love heart appears, and you feed another one, and then little love heart appears, and they kind of like bash together. That's how it's done, kids. Exactly. And then another little one <laughs> appears. Give, give someone food wow. that you're keen on, and mm-hmm. the next thing going to be having some sex. Sounds about right. Mm. And, and on that, that note, is the facts of life. Who's hungry? <laughs> uh, I believe... Uh, Sammy should be back next Maybe. Week. Maybe. I think he's, he's in the Quidditch Championships at uni now, so um, we'll see how we go. Anyway, Otherwise, we might have uh, Ali back with us. See you, World First, Episode 29. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture-related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.